Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Genesis chapter 22, verse 12, that one says, And he said, Do not stretch out your hand against the lad, and do nothing to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Open theists have said that we should look at this verse in the Bible and take it strictly as what they say. Of course, there are times when we should do that and other times where we shouldn't, which you've discussed plenty of times before. Nevertheless, the open theists conclude that God had to learn what Abraham would do, God had to learn. But if we just assume that God had to learn, then other problems arise when we examine this text in the light. So what's your opinion on how we should look into this verse exactly? Okay, well, the Bible teaches from beginning to end that God is all-knowing. God knows everything. In First John, right, if I remember? There's many, yeah. Oh, many There's many yeah. places, many places. Mm-hmm. And what the open theists are trying to say here is, well, if God says, now I know, Abraham, that you love me above all else, well, look, here's an example of something that God did not know. This is what we call an anthropomorphism. God is relating to us. The Bible says that God exists outside of time. Now, it is true that Abraham was created with a free will, and God wanted to see what he was going to do. But he knew what Abraham was going to do before Abraham was even created, because he's completely outside of time. Now, we can say, as God was looking at Abraham outside of time, he saw that choice. But what I'm saying is, a prophet that lived 500 years before Abraham could have said, God told me what Abraham's going to do. So God sees it, but he sees it with a vision that's beyond ours. What's really going on there is now Abraham knew that he put God above all else. In the context here, for those of you that are just jumping in or aren't familiar with this verse, God had promised a son to Abraham, even though Abraham and his wife were beyond the years when his wife could bear a child. It was a miraculous son. His name was Isaac. And then later on, after Isaac's been alive for a while, God says, take your son and offer him to me. Now, we immediately look at that and we go, well, that's a barbaric practice. Well, that is a barbaric practice, but that's a practice that the ancient Canaanite God's had. Later on, when God sends Moses, God's going to make it clear that he finds that practice barbaric. But Abraham didn't yet understand that. Abraham grew up in a culture where if the God you're worshiping tells you to put your son on the altar, that was actually a very natural thing. So Abraham wasn't sitting there going, gee, what a barbaric God. He was saying, wait a minute, I'm a little confused. I thought God gave me this son and now my son who's so important to me, I've got to give him back. But Abraham finally said, okay, I choose God and my allegiance and obedience to God even over my son. And then when he did that, it's kind of like the old bloopers and practical jokes or candid camera. God says, whoa, I'm just testing you. Didn't really want you to do it. Just wanted to see if you'd be willing. It was really Abraham who learned what he was willing to do. Obviously, God already knew. But we've got to allow for God to speak like that. He may be removed from time and know everything already, but we're not removed from time. People could just as easily say, well, why even pray to God? Before you even open your mouth, he knows what you want. He knows what you need. He knows what you're going to ask. That's true. But the prayer is for our benefit, not God's. How are we going to have an interaction? Interaction with him and a one-on-one relationship, which implies dialogue and talking and sometimes 
asking rhetorical questions like when God asked Adam and Eve, where are you? Mm -hmm. He knew where they were. And we do that all the time. We allow for that with parents and children. When the mother says, Johnny, did you put your hands in the cookie jar? The kid's got fudge all over his face and his hands halfway out. She knows the answer to that question. She's asking the question for his benefit. So it's the same in our interaction with God. Right. Going back to your Adam and Eve thing, he put the apple tree there for a reason. He knew that there was temptation there. And us humans weren't going to make that mistake. We were going to sin at some point. So therefore, he already knew ahead of time, like, okay, well, obviously these guys are imperfect creatures, but I could still work with them. And obviously I can forget all their sins eventually yeah. over time. The fruit was a test. We actually don't know if it was an apple, but it was some kind of fruit. Oh. I would say if I had been there and it had been a pear tree... <laughs> I would not have sinned I because never. I hate pears. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. If only I had been Adam and if only it had been a pear tree. Okay. Yes. We'll see you all next time. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob. <laughs>